Welcome to Momentum Christian Ministries PDI Podcast, your spiritual altitude for personal success. Pastor David Ings is teaching from the Word of God. Matthew chapter 22, verse 37, Jesus says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. Let's love God with our minds now through the Holy Scriptures. God bless you. This is Pastor David Ames coming to you from Momentum Christian Ministries. This is our PDI podcast, our teaching series, Smarter Than Harder. Smarter Than Harder. Our foundation scriptures found in Ecclesiastes chapter 10, verse 10. I'm reading out of the Amplified Version. It says, if the axe is dull and he does not sharpen the edge, then he must exert more strength. But wisdom to sharpen the axe helps him succeed with less effort. The school of thought here is often we find ourselves working very, very hard, whether at our careers, uh, our relationships with our family, um, our pursuit of the things of God even, um, even academically, in school, in university, or even in grade school, we often find ourselves using more energy than we need to academically, majoring on the minors as opposed to uh, majoring on the majors, which isn't smarter. Now, when we say smarter than harder, our, which has been a theme for Momentum Christian Ministries from the top of this year, our theme has been smarter than harder. And it will be smarter to allow God to give us the, uh, the, the wherewithal to, to, to achieve our goals more proficiently, without wasting time, okay? Uh, so when we read this passage of Scripture in Ecclesiastes 10 and 10, it says, if the axe is dull, um, if he does not sharpen the edge, then he must exert more strength. So we see that analogy with, with this passage of Scripture. It says, but wisdom to sharpen the axe helps him succeed with less effort. We want to succeed in life. We want to succeed as Christians with less effort. Now, we we already we're already going to work hard. I mean, that's we're 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 in it to win it, right? So we're we're not. This isn't an opportunity to look for how to um, how to get over or to um, acquire our salvation by some other means or the things of God, the promises of God, to acquire the promises of God by some other means. That's not what we're advocating. It's just that we're advocating here is what, what Jesus said in Matthew uh, 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. What that means is, God, everything that we desire in life, whether it's financially, physiologically, emotionally, personally, physically, all these things, educationally, spiritually, 
God said he wants to give these things to you. He has so many things in store for your life. And he wants to give, as a loving father would, he wants to give to his children. God said, if you would just seek me first, if you just do the things that I'm asking you to do, as it's laid out in the scriptures, he said, I will bring all of these things to fruition, the things that you pray about, the things that may keep you up at night, worrying about this or that or the other thing. First Peter chapter 5, verse 7 says, Casting all your care upon him, for he careth for you. God cares all about you. All right? So again, this foundation scripture, it says, it's that If the axe is dull and he that does not sharpen the edge, he must use more strength. But wisdom in sharpening the edge helps him to succeed with less effort. We had two things, sub-themes, along with smarter than harder um, in our outline. Number one, it was the will of God. Number two, the rest of God. And you should have these in your handout. Under the will of God, we had Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 17. It says, seeing then that we walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. In order to do things smarter than harder throughout our Christian journey, it is, it is very incumbent upon us that we know what the will of God is. It's, here the scripture says, see then that you walk circumspectly. Circumspectly means walking according to the call that God, he's called you to. If he's called you to to serve in any capacity of ministry, even outside of any capacity of ministry, the very fact that you have accepted a call to be saved, mm -hmm, that's the initial call, to accept Christ as your Lord and Savior. And you've done that. So the next thing is, he's saying, see then that you walk according to that call. It's, you know, it's, it's time out for professing Christ, but yet in practice, you don't live as if you are a Christian. You do everything the way the world does. You should be letting your light shine. And that light that shines is a reflection of the light from heaven. Verse 15 says, see then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Verse 16 Redeeming the time because the days are evil. What does that mean? You know what it means to redeem. Redeem means to buy back. We want to buy back our time, time that's been lost, wasted. He said redeem the time because the days are evil. And the days are evil. We see what's happening in the world today. But here the scripture says redeem the time because the days are evil. Now, we mentioned the days being evil because of the uprise of, of, of worldliness, which is apostasy, falling away from the faith because of unbelief. Redeem the time because the days are evil. Verse 17 says, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. All right? So, again, our theme, smarter than harder. What we're saying here, it would be smarter as a born-again believer, as a child of God, it would be smarter to know what is God's will for your life. 
if you were asked that question, what is God's will for your life? What is the will of God for you? Now, that doesn't mean you to pinpoint a specific uh, ministry per se or a group of people that I should be. That's not what the question is asking. What is the will of God for your life? Or what is the will of God even for believers? From start to finish, what is the will of God? You should be able to answer that. And the very fact, if you cannot answer that in its entirety, then you will be more susceptible to work harder in your Christian journey than you need to. You know, making up stuff to try to please God, but not giving him what he's, what he's asking for. Amen. You know, it's kind of like having a friend um, and, and you try to do many things to make them happy rather than asking them what makes you happy or what type of foods do you eat? What's your favorite color? So you never ask them that. So you begin to present things to them that you like or things that you think they would like. Wouldn't it be smarter to just know what they like? It's the same way with God. We don't have to scratch our heads and try to figure out and have sleepless nights. Oh, you know, what? what is the will of God? That's harder because if you spend the rest of your life like that, that's kind of miserable when God clearly shows you in the scriptures. Now, it's important to understand, again, we're talking smarter than harder. It would be smarter to allow yourself to be submitted to what uh, Paul calls the fivefold ministry which is the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. This is all in, in Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 11. He said he has given some, given to the church these five things. Why? For the edifying of the body of Christ, to build us up. So it's important to be under a pastor, a spiritual leader, someone who, who God uses, who's ordained of God, called to that office, to be a shepherd, an under-shepherd, because Christ is the chief shepherd. He's the Lord of our, the shepherd and Lord of our souls. But the under-shepherds are pastors. And in Jeremiah, he said, I will give you pastors after my own heart, who will do two things, will feed you with knowledge and understanding. That's the model of God here. That's the model, and he's, he's established it for, for that purpose that we would be comforted, we would be covered and protected and informed from the heart of God. So verse 17 again, wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. All right. Smarter than harder. It's smarter to know what God's will is from start to finish. Now to qualify that, it, 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 it takes time. Now, number one, you know, his will is that nobody would be lost. You need to know that. He doesn't want anybody to go to hell. See, that's one of those traditions of the past. We, we, we've done a great job preaching about hell, and, and in some instance, we were so ready to put people in hell that God is not going to sin there. Hell is not our focus here. Our focus is the will of God is that we might be saved. The will of God is that we might accept. Again, from start to finish, what is the will of God? For starters, he doesn't want anybody to live this life without acknowledging and knowing him. We have 
all of God's word. And we take it line upon line, precept upon precept, to learn the Holy Scriptures. And as we learn them, when we meditate, we're, we're not just making up stuff. We're meditating on the word of God. When John 3.16 says, for God so loved the world, in verse 17, very important, it says, God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So initially, what do we what do we know? What what is the will of God? Is that all men might be saved? So you accepted him. I accepted him. So that's the initial will. Okay, what's the next thing? Now that you've saved me, and what that means? What's the next step? The next step is that uh, uh, Jesus said, uh, uh, "Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden. Take my yoke upon you and learn, learn, learn of me." For I am meek and lowly, you will find rest for your souls. He says, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Let's pray. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this great opportunity to look into your word. We thank you for this theme, smarter than harder, because, Lord, we surely want to do things smarter. We want to maximize our time now. We don't want to waste time. As the scripture declares, be not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. And God, we want to know your will. We don't want to stumble on what your will might be or could be. We want to know for sure, from start to finish, what is your will for our lives? And then we want to find ourselves not wasting time, but redeeming time as we traverse through our Christian life to share the good news with others. Jesus, you said, let you said, let our light shine. You said, let your light shine before all men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. God, we want to let our light shine. God, we want to do what you say do. And we want to be in agreement with your word. We want our thoughts to be agreeable with the word of God. And we know you're able to do that. You said that you would keep our minds in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee because he trusted in you. So we're trusting in you now, God, until we meet again. We thank you. We give you the honor. We give you the glory and praise. For it is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. God bless you. I just want to give you.